G'day listeners, Frank here. Just letting you know, this will be a slightly different episode today. Nothing bad, it's all good, uh, but due to a combination of COVID and, well, life and schedule clashes, we weren't able to get together for this week's recording. But we weren't going to leave you hanging, so we've pulled out an episode out of the vault that we're betting not many of you have heard. This goes all the way back to episode 33 I believe this is only the second ever time that Davey has appeared on our show, which was originally published in September of 2017. Uh, of course, Darren's here as well in this episode, uh, and we're talking about all things 90s, which is very much Davey's wheelhouse. Everything from Terminator 2, Street Sharks, Last Action Hero, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Uh, sorry about that. There's even a quiz in this episode, which I'm pretty sure is where Davey coined the phrase, you know, ding, when he gets a question right. Um, and because it's a quiz and because it involves Davey, there's probably some cheating involved as well. And if some of us sound a little bit distant, it's because after only 30 episodes, we still hadn't worked out how to talk into the mics correctly. So enjoy this uh, vintage, vintage retrospective, uh, and we'll be back next week. Welcome to Toy Power. This is the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm Trent. Great to have your company today. And we're recording episode 33. So we've got a lot of 90s toy bonanzas to get through in today's episode. And we'll be kicking off with our good mate Davey is back in the Toy Power room. Welcome, Davey. Thanks for having me, dudes. And as always, Ben joins us again. Great to be here. Excited as always. Frank is in the room. Yep, and, let's go. And of course he is, because it's his house. Yep. And we've got <laughs> Darren, the walking toy encyclopedia. Thank you very much, one and all, for your company. So, today we're kicking off with a 90s toy bonanza. And what we're going to do, this is our retrospective episode. Toy line retrospective. Smooth. <laughs> first time, first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So what we're doing today is we're going to chat about some 90s toy properties. And these all have some sort of associated media. So whether it be a movie or cartoon. And we want to just sort of look at, I guess, both how the source material may have influenced the toys and vice versa. We've got four lines we want to touch on, but we're happy to go as, as deep as you guys want. Um, and we've picked a few lines such as Terminator 2 by Kenner, Last Action Hero, which was a toy line by Mattel, The Old Street Sharks, so that's a 1994 Mattel line, and maybe Super Mario Brothers as well by Ertl. So, kicking it off, anyone got a favourite they want to start off with? Who's, who's got a favourite movie in the room? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> the best best movie ever made? Uh, on all lists yep. um, is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Um, That's fair. James Cameron, written and direct, and it's a masterpiece of filmmaking and of life itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really quite uh, profound, isn't it? When yeah. you sort of think about 
the robot wars and and what it means in today's uh, uh, you know society. It's definitely Skynet's a real thing. Let me tell you, it's it's happening. It's almost more timely now than what it was back (laughs) then. He's a visionary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it doesn't feature any CGI tall blue aliens, which is probably always a positive. Um, so the toys. So we did get a line um, by Kenner to tie in with the um, the movie. It's one of these things I always find odd is when you decide, you know, it's a, it's a pretty violent sort of film and you sort of, I guess, are targeting action kids, figures. Yeah. yeah, kids out there with, with some, you know, um, sort of toys that I guess you're trying to sort of get them in and I wonder if that's going to be a success or not. I think a big part of it with that was back then... Uh, summer blockbusters weren't like they are now where there's about 10 that are all competing. At the time, there was basically tentpole films where it was just one big film was going to dominate that summer. And being Terminator 2, mm. I think the toy companies definitely would have wanted to get a part of that. But also just the marketing itself. Obviously, a few years on following from the Batman film and the marketing that changed the world of that film. Yeah, and this big. This basically, I find, with Terminator 2, particularly with the toys in the film, this was a sign of the times. This is what you needed to do for a blockbuster. You had to have the tie-in merch across the board. And uh, I think it was done pretty well. But like you say, it is an adult uh, film directed straight at kids. Yeah. Yeah. The 90s were uh, known for that. Uh, you've got Robots, Cop, uh, Aliens, Predator. You know, that was the, the thing to go for. And they were hoping that this was going to be the next Turtles or um, Masters or whatever else, um, you know, toy line. So... Yeah, and some pretty cool toys in the end. I mean, um, I know we we sort of shouted out to um, on, on Instagram a few pics of uh, the Terminator Two toys, and had a bit of feedback that one one of the guys was always bummed that the T one thousand in the police you know motorbike outfit never really resembled the actor, and and he actually thought it was a Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed at, up. At the time when I got that same toy, I thought the same thing, and I used to play for a long time with that figure versus the uh, chest-down Terminator one. Yep. And it was just... Because, yeah, at no point was Terminator in a... Well, at no point was T-1000 the same size as Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, that's right. He's a, <laughs> quite a different physique. Um, but some pretty cool features, like, for example, the T-1000 that we talked about had sort of the rockets that would come up over the over the shoulders and um, you know you had the t-1000 that was in the sort of cryogenically frozen state um liquid metal and he basically can explode yes um so yeah some some pretty cool features you know schwarzenegger things that never happened in the film obviously where sort of schwarzenegger's face turns into you know chest and face fold yeah. down and turn into guns and he can blow people away but you know pretty cool it sold toys yeah it was there to sell toys and it was at a point where kids didn't want just an action figure. They wanted an action figure that did something. Yeah. So I think they ticked all the boxes in that way. Yeah, very good. And some of the vehicles as well. Obviously, his uh, trademark motorcycle gets a, gets a Guernsey as uh, one of the vehicles. But then there's some ridiculous car that... I've got his uh, missile flying convertible. Yeah, thing. yeah. That just yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> I missed that. I must have been in the toilet every time that scene was on in yeah. the film. Yep. Because I was to see it. They needed just a, a cutting killer. room for. Yeah. <laughs> they needed a hunter killer or something from the HK robots uh, from the uh, futuristic war. At the I think start. That, I think they went down that line with the future wars oh, okay. time uh, toy line, which was <laughs> basically the all right. Kids are still buying Terminator yeah. toys. What what else do we have? Yeah, what do we toys? got? So. Yeah, future wars and 
they did uh, a lot of repaints as well as they went into the other lines. There were, you know, if you, for example, once you get to um, John Connor, he appears in the final wave, which is um, based on the 3D version of the film, yep. the release. And that, that actually is quite nice because they went, you know, from the Terminator 2 John Connor that comes with the motorbike, they did a repaint. So they did sort of all the core characters in that final Terminator 3D movie um, sort of timeline. And they actually got the John Connor paint apps really a lot more accurate. You, know, you sort of got the camo gear yeah, on. Yeah, and, and, and the it's just the, Yep, and it's yep. the colouring is um, a lot more accurate. So, you know, I, I don't mind that. I've, I've collected that, that line. And I don't mind the fact that sometimes you're getting repaints in each different sort of wave. Um, it's pretty cool. Very good. We might uh, then head into probably one of uh, the more obscure and divisive toy lines of the 90s, and this is Street Sharks. Mm. Street Sharks was um, promoted by none other than Vin Diesel appearing at Toy Fair. So I don't know if anyone's uh, checked out the YouTube clip of basically, yeah, it's Vin Diesel... Um, selling and saying how good street sharks are, and most of them that have like biting action yeah. have turtles in their mouth. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a slap in our face, Frank. It's how rude! And it's probably why I never warmed to it. Respect, respect <laughs> your elders, yeah. damn it. Well, it's the troll turtles actually don't fare too well in that uh, in that clip. They they did look. If you're gonna pick on a weak turtle, you, you yeah. cannot push over the man whose coattails you're riding on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like when you look at the backstory of street sharks. Okay, you know, there's four of them. They're brothers. And they're hideously mutated into, you know, anaphoric. Yeah, it's just, sound familiar. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> but Mattel sort of almost went to the extreme with it. You know, they're, they're really, really large action feature oriented figures, sort of a lot of, you know, biting, chomping motions. They've got that sort of extreme cage breaking yeah, sort which of feature. I, I love that. The packaging was as good as the toy line was, in my opinion. But um, one thing I found with the Street Sharks um, property, the whole way across the line, the cartoon and the toys, it was almost like executives sat down like, what do kids like? Mm-hmm. Oh, they like beach buggies and surfing and rollerblades and stuff and 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 sharks and it's like every bad idea was like yeah yeah no there's no bad ideas keep them coming what else we're gonna put a shark on rollerblades playing a guitar with purple troll hair hey this one do you know what he does he hustles pool kids like that right (laughs) yeah and i think they even teamed up with another mattel property and which was extreme dinosaurs another very extreme 90s property and um sort of Joined, you know, I guess two very extreme properties together. Got 40 episodes, Street Sharks. Really? And it was done by the same animation studio that did Inspector Gadget. That's mm. Dick. So, yeah. I was surprised it uh, it went that long. I tried to watch a bit in preparation for this and it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty I found it pretty, pretty hard to watch. <laughs> One thing I found with the, with the cartoon, it was almost like they were deliberately trying to distance their animation style from the Turtles. Mm. To the point where each scene, like in the original Turtles, whenever there was a fight scene, they'd show a few different angles, mostly from the same side. But with Street Sharks, they were like, here's an overhead view and here's a different angle view, which to me made the Sharks never look like they were drawn by the same person. Because <laughs> each different angle, some angles they'd look terrible and lame because it'd just be a big muscly back with a fin on it. But then side on, you're like, yeah, that's the, that's the that's character. Him. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I recognise him and now I can actually follow what's going on. <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, that's what's happening in this show. To me, the writers almost had a competition of who could out-pun the other one with um, you know, theme songs and, and naming of, of characters, etc. So you know, the, favorite, the theme song features the phrase, they're jawsome. <laughs> so that, that's, that's what we get in the opening title song. You get characters like Moby Lick, and it's an it's a anthropomorphic whale with a gigantic tongue. Um, clearly not a shark, but who's counting <laughs> hey, when you can not? come up with a name that's like right. Moby Lick, it, all bets are off. And uh, Kilimari, Kilimari. So, yeah, he certainly. I love, it. I love it. That's just it's ridiculous, but I love it. Um, action features, some pretty pretty good ones. You know, the old arm slamming action from Big Slamu, and you had Doctor Pirano. He was sort of the main protagonist, the main bad guy, half scientist, half piranha. So he had the sort of flipping around head action feature. So on one, you know, human face on one side. Mm. Piranha on the other, as Naturally. as yeah. you would um, as would happen. Um, you also had blades. I think we talked about as well. He had the uh, rock and the roller blades. So as you do, he was a tiger shark. Tiger shark. Yeah, got a yeah, got, Yep. And what, did he have the nails that would? <laughs> yes, he could. Or the toy would actually you could press, and basically they'd shoot out like a trident. Yep. But uh, yeah, the show was terrible. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're glossing over the fact that it was a terrible show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The, the toys were quite robust yeah. uh, com- compared to your regular action figure. They were enormous toys. Like, they would fit in your fist of your hand. Like, they were pretty big toys. And um, 80% of it was the mouth and the head, like, uh, and these tiny little legs. So, I think were, the toys were pretty cool uh, in that respect. So, something different, something new, new direction. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. Look, and... It's interesting when you go sort of online and you're trying to do research and you go, oh, I want to research Masters of the Universe and you get, you know, five billion hits and, you know, pages dedicated to it. You go onto Street Sharks and you get like two websites. One of them is sort of incomplete, just hasn't been built yet. (laughs) (laughs) Under construction with a little gif. Yeah, Yeah, so I I don't know what that says about the love for Street Sharks. Dot MySpace. (laughs) Pretty much it is. uh, So, yeah, look, it's... It's a work in progress. Yep, yep. So maybe we're five years off the Street Sharks. Maybe you could contact them and finish it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, I think I've I've researched enough that I'm I'm fairly knowledgeable (laughs) on it now. That's great. Um, one of the weirdest movie adaptations I think ever made, which was adapting the Super Mario Brothers video game into a movie, and Ertl actually coming along with the corresponding action figure line for that one. Um, anyone remember that film growing up? Oh, I, yes. I remember it. it. I remember it growing up, nostalgically love it, but I've also revisited it enough times lately and looked into the uh, the making of the actual film. It is a mastercraft in how not to make a film. Yep. But it, it's still, for the time and place that it was, still love the film. Absolutely. Yeah. And as the first video game film exactly. adaptation ever, I mean, it's historical. And it's if- a film It's a film that kind of sold itself because we were the, you know, the Nintendo generation. Target and here movies. comes... Here comes a Nintendo film, yeah. so well, it was pretty exciting. What I took away from it when I was a kid is you've taken a property that's all fun and games and uh, you know very light-hearted, and you've changed it into this really gritty, 
movie you know you put it into the, such a gritty element into it and i just lapped that up as a kid i was like oh this is so dark i love it you know and even even today as as bad as it is in in you know with my um adulthood glasses on and things i still like i still think it's awesome i i really ad- admire that that leap of um you know that they took with it unfortunately because it was deemed so bad they didn't make other movies like metroid and things but um uh, it was you know it was a breaking edge for the video game era we to... still we still got double dragon though <laughs> we, we did we were lucky <laughs> there's a double dragon movie wow yeah. really it's enough to, some... enough you... to kill not only double dragon <laughs> as a film franchise but seem to put the games <laughs> to the an games end too. Well. i don't yeah. think robert patrick got much more work after that <laughs> <laughs> this was his big I think it was his Terminator follow-up. This was going to be his next franchise. Yeah. Wow. You've got a great film to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Did it go to the cinema? It I did. Can... It had a theatrical release, but it I, performed. I mean, Super Mario Brothers did. but uh, uh, No, Double, Double Dragon. Dragon did go to the oh, cinemas. It? it performed yeah, right. so badly, it basically was almost a straight-to-straight-to- D- straight Scott Wolf yeah. of Party of Five oh, and gosh. The V, uh, which was awesome. V was awesome. <laughs> v was but very cool. It's... The most '90s thing set in the future you'll ever find. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somehow the future is the 1990s. Of course, yeah. naturally. <laughs> All right, I'll give it. A but look. Um, Super Mario Brothers, I love. You know, and you know, Samantha Mathis as well. I think was just awesome as um, Daisy. I've, it's got a lot going for it for all the things it's got well, that don't work. It's you've still... got your main villain, Dennis Hopper. Like, yeah, ticking boxes there. Yeah. But. From the film nerd side of me, looking into it, it's so interesting, such a film, because the directors fought with everyone involved, including the studios, the actors, pretty much from the top to the bottom. Yep. The set, the crew, the cast, everybody was fighting with these two directors. And it was basically damage control from about a quarter of the way into filming it. The fact it got made when you see like what went into happening... Um, the fact it got made's a miracle, and the fact it was something that you know someone like Ben can enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's ten-year-old Ben. still like I still, oh. yeah, I still <laughs> enjoy it for what it yeah. is myself. You know, that, my sons love it. Absolutely that, love that it. That little animatronic uh, Yoshi is yeah. uh, is genius. Yeah. Like, it still holds up today. I mean, aside from the, all the bad you know everything around it but the, as a as a little dinosaur he's awesome i feel someone that worked on jurassic park had to have seen yeah. yoshi and going, hey yep that looks amazing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. we're doing yeah. that let's hire that yep. guy yeah. <laughs> and i love the back to the future style ending yes i think you know it's it's just a shame we didn't spoiler get a follow-up yeah <laughs> yeah sorry about that uh, i didn't mean to spoil the 1993 <laughs> super mario brothers one of the one of the big uh you know testaments for the film is that um John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins had to be drunk the yep. entire time mm. they were filming it because it was apparently the most miserable experience either of them had ever. They, they broke their <laughs> leg, they broke their ankle or something, didn't they? It was just, they wow. almost drowned. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a real uh, video game, yeah. isn't it? When you go in here, go off the edge. <laughs> level four, the <laughs> water level. <Yeah. laughs> they went to get their pay at the end of the shoot and they're like, sorry, you pay's in another car. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save the princess first. Um, but, aside, but aside from the movie itself, the toys uh, were pretty cool. They had about five or six uh, figures. And there was an exclusive um, Goomba that came with the, one of the play sets. Yeah, the, um, with the more dinosaur head yeah. rather than the shrunken sort yes, of head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. And definitely made to be true to the on-screen likenesses, basically, yep. which is what I like. 
Like, doesn't look exactly like him, but it, they were trying. Well, for that era, I think it's a pretty good resemblance. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've got, uh, what is it, Bob Hoskins that plays Mario. Um, and they don't actually get into those outfits for a while, do they? Sort of it's, in the, it's yeah. almost like, oh, we forgot. Yeah. You need to put these yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's work that in. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> Nintendo are paying us a lot of money. We need to put this uh, outfit on. <laughs> and I think one thing I remember as a kid that now I can't stand it, but I loved it as a kid and I don't know why. The fact their last names were Mario. So it was Mario Mario and Luigi Mario were the names of the characters. <laughs> That's what all the Mario brothers yeah. 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 Genius. Yeah, we can't be the Mario brothers if one of you is Luigi. So well, there you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Write yourselves out of that one. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> Let me get drunk first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, the toy line was awesome. I never got any as a kid, but oh. yeah. Re actually picked up a few. Um, Re being my wife, actually picked up a few at the Mega Toy Fair. Um, she got Luigi, Mario, one of the Goombas, and um, Bowser. Uh, and and it came, m- minus the weapons and things, but um, yep. Bowser's got his uh, little um, uh, military uniform. Uh, yeah, but it's a it's a material cape like trench coat. Oh, so the Goomba. The Goomba, the yes, yeah, material. Material, yep. uh, which was pretty cool, which is a selling point in itself. And she's got them proudly stacked against right next to her sewing machine. So yeah, <laughs> every I, time, yeah. I still have my Mario and Luigi from being a kid, and I even I know that I bought them at least. Mum and Dad got them for me at least a year, maybe two years after the film because mm. they were like bottom of the pile yeah, bargain. Yeah, basically. 99 cents. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it really yeah, was. Yeah. And I remember being like, not annoyed that I got them because yeah. it was like just a, you know, come home one day, oh, we got you these. And I'll look, it's like, oh yeah, they're a dollar each. This was so 1994. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Now, nah, very cool. All right. We've got one more before we head into, I guess, open mic. And that is... Last action hero. So this was actually the follow-up to the Terminator 2 by James Cameron. I guess there was big expectations on the movie, I guess coming off the back of what was, you know, potentially one of the best films of all time. And it was, I guess, a very different take on the action blockbuster. It was sort of that breaking the third wall in a way and opening it up. I will invite anyone that has anything bad to say about uh, Last Action Hero that hasn't rewatched it since back it, when it came out, that I will fight them if they. <laughs> it, I will. I genuinely believe in my heart. It's a film that was so far ahead of what people expected that they hated it at the time. If you watch it now with all the like wall breaks that happen now and all the the self knowledge and the self aware stuff that yeah. happens, um, this was doing it pushing all the like limits at the time. No one was ready for it. Yep. So it suffered as a film. Got bad rap. It looks fantastic. The stunts and everything's fantastic. It pokes fun of itself. And one thing I always loved about this was when the direct, uh, when the producers had their idea of what they wanted to make, the director and everything, they wanted to do a satire of a Shane Black film. He's responsible for mm. uh, a lot of films like uh, Lethal, Lethal Weapon, Weapon. Yeah. Um, Predator. Predator. A lot of films like that. They wanted to do a satire of that kind of action. So that was the start. So a few different writers worked on it. And the producers, a few producers changed. They looked and went, didn't get what it was meant to be. And went, I know who can rewrite this. Shane Black. <laughs> so by the before the film got made, it was rewritten by the person that they were Trying sending to out, yeah. basically. Yeah. Which just put it on a whole different level <laughs> of, is it even self-aware anymore? Yep. 
But um, I love it. And as I say, if you want to fight me, talk bad about it without reviewing it. <laughs> and hey, the- look, I love it too. Just um, to put it out there, um, the first time I saw it, it, it's one of those things that I think when repeat value, it plays better. Yes. The first time I saw it, it was like, whoa, that wasn't what I expected. I remember. But I actually yeah, remember you, hating it. But. Yeah, you come away from it and you think, oh, I'll give that another go. And yeah, it's just awesome. Yep. I can't believe you guys didn't like it. I think <laughs> I thought it was so cool. I was blown away. Yeah, I really liked by it. The, yeah. By the fact that like, here it is, this uh, superstar action hero, and he can't die. And then all of a sudden he comes out of the movie into the real world, and all of a sudden he's getting har- harmed, and he's like, what's happening to me? I just, uh, that blew me away. Like, I just, that, I'd never seen anything like that, and I totally understood it, uh, you know, in my adolescence, and I thought it was just amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm surprised that it didn't do better. I, I just assumed it was an amazing movie. Oh, I, look, it was. Um, and, you know, I didn't hate it the first time I saw it by any stretch of imagination. I just didn't expect it to be what it was. And and I guess I sort of pictured a straight-up, you know, action shoot 'em up sort of film and, and, you know, probably in the vein of something like A Lethal Weapon or, or something, which were, you know, um, favourites of mine back then I th- and I still have a soft spot for that series I think what killed it was everyone's preconceptions nothing yeah. to do with the film itself it's just what everyone wanted following up Terminator 2 the next Schwarzenegger blockbuster got yeah. to be massive you know the marketing was crazy had the tie-in toy line and then it wasn't self-serious like it had been marketed yeah and everyone's like what is this mm-hmm. and um, yeah but re-watch it it's yeah. so good I reckon it was one of the first times you know, you had the the boy in there um, pointing things out to to Arnie, to to Jack when he's and he's sort of like, you know, what that that girl, this super hot girl, is is at the video counter. That just yeah. doesn't happen. And when, he gets, when he gets a number, it's five five five. Yeah. Like, so what? There's nine hundred ninety nine people in town. <laughs> and uh, Arnold Swig goes, that's what area codes are for. Yeah. And wasn't Stallone the Terminator? Stallone was Terminator. Yeah, nice. The toy line was pretty cool, and and we talked about that I think in the episode, Davey, where we you were on Toy Power before. That there were some pretty good likenesses for the time. Yes. I think it met your Vintage yeah. Toy Awards as the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the the best toy line with the likenesses at the time. Yeah, at the time, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Um, we obviously got a lot of repaints or or different versions or variants of of Arnie. Um, but Charles Dance, who we all probably know now from Game of Thrones fame as Tywin Lannister, he plays your um, villain. Yes. Um, Evil Eye Benedict. Um, and you've got the uh, the uh, sort of the care undertaker sort of character. He, he got a figure as well. Yes, you've got the, yeah, the guy that throws axes. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think he's got some sort of axe-throwing feature. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you've also got the, uh, the, the kid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, had a couple of vehicles, I think, as well. Um, Did they have the Corvette? Yeah, they yeah, had the Corvette, yes, and then yeah. I think um, Evil Eye Benedict had some sort of Benedict Evil Eye convertible <laughs> thing <laughs> with with it just headlights. A, it's just a magic eyeball, but an eyeball. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you shake it, and it comes up with your future. <laughs> um, and a running change, I think, in some of the packaging for Evil Eye Benedict, where the first run had his suitcase closed, and then they must have thought mid run. Uh, that'll look much cooler if we can package that open. So that's sort of one of the variants you can get the oh. the, the running packaging change. That's it, just the way they <laughs> display it. So um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I think it's a it's a pretty cool sort of toy line. Not not huge, sort of seven eight figures. A um, couple of mail away exclusives that you could get, which don't go for much um, as well, which are just the same versions of the other characters packed together in a three pack. But see, and I I feel that probably we 
everyone here on the team. We've probably got a bad uh, um, exposure to the toys to begin with because this was at a time when films were released a good few months after they were in the US here in Oz. And basically, it was already... Word of mouth was killing this yeah. film before it even got released in Australia. So I'm, I'm sure to some degree that would have hurt the toy line and they would have gone, oh, we'll, we'll halve our water, thanks. Yeah, kind of exactly. thing Because I... I don't remember seeing them in a lot of shops. And no. when you did, it was always Arnie or the kid. Like, I never saw the extended line in any of the toy shops I used to go in. But I think that would have a bit to yeah. do with the fact, you know, the studio would have had cold feet by the time it even got released. Mm. To the point where they're like, oh, we can't even chase our losses with some toys with this. We've just <laughs> got to minimise damage. Do you think that would have been how it played out? Or do you think some of the other stuff was just short-packed to... Possibly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean... I just know, like, that was a time I can remember when... the line on the shelves. I can't remember what I saw back then, but I can yeah. remember, like Trent said, you know, the likenesses were... And, yeah. and like yourself, you know, the likenesses were something different for the era. Well, because my biggest point of comparison were the Terminator 2 toys. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's it's almost a companion line for that. So, same, in a way, Same yeah. scale. Yeah. And quite often I have bought, like, bundles and stuff online. Yeah, and then... similar to the way Extreme Dinos are always thrown in with Street Shark. Yeah. Yep. There's always like a last action hero. Yeah, which is with Terminator loose. That is interesting because they are different toy line, um, toy manufacturers. So um, Mattel and Kenner sort of borrowing a similar aesthetic, I guess. Very interesting. Right, I just wanted to shout out some other '90s movie toy lines, and I open up to our audience as well to come up with some others uh, that we haven't um, uh, called out. So first off, I uh, want to call out Robin Hood and Jurassic Park, which we covered uh, in our toy line retrospective in episode number 28. Uh, Waterworld, which we covered in 23. Dick Tracy, which we covered in 14. Hook, which we plan to cover in a future episode number 34. So watch out for that one. And also some uh, toy lines that we haven't covered that have a movie tie-in from the 90s. Toy Story, Small Soldiers. Aliens and Predator, so I plan to do them in a future episode. We don't have a locked-in time session for that, but watch this space, or listen to this space, I should say. (laughs) Robocop, which I think is going to be someone's uh, retrospective very soon. The Spawn film as well, even though they didn't really do quite um, movie-accurate toy line, there's definitely more than enough Spawn toys out there to uh, call it uh, a movie tie-in. And, of course, The Shadow, which I dare say Trent will cover uh, shortly and Demolition Man I was just going to oh, say yeah, Demolition Man, Man from Mattel very yeah. well guys yeah. Very, yeah, very, nice. very good done very well done guys and, good and done a, guys yeah <laughs> well done English a line that borrowed some new adventures of He-Man sculpts <laughs> yes definitely. they didn't even bother to change the head on some of the figures no. so it's just like there's yeah. Kayo hey, he looks close enough to the actor in this film we'll just use that <laughs> can put... can we use Sylvester Stallone as He-Man nah we'll, we'll re-sculpt the his head hair's not, his hair's not right <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> and they put flip shot out again and you know a whole heap of yeah so if you're listening and you've uh we've solely missed a toy line from the 90s uh feel free to shout out and um let us know very good all right we're on to our next segment which I don't believe has any sort of fancy intros now. No. Um, this, this is, we're beta testing the transition yeah, music yeah. and stuff, so bear with us. <laughs> we might we might have one for the for the one after this. Um, we thought we'd just have a bit of a chat. I know I've been talking to Davey a little bit, and, and obviously the other guys about you know how we go about collecting. 
how we go about finding purchases and what avenues we use. Is it things like bricks and mortar stores? Is it garage sales? Do we use online? And if we do use online, what are the what are some of the avenues we do use, and what are some of the techniques that we've come up to try and get you know good deals um, when we see them coming up? So we thought we'd just spend you know 10, 15 minutes talking about how we go about it. Um, well, I know one of my favourite that I'll reveal. I buy a lot locally with um, Gumtree, and my favourite thing to do is get my phone and my wife's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send offensive offers with my wife's number. <laughs> like, would you take this much for it? And then when that person's angry at that, I'll then send a fair bit high, but still lower from my number. I'll be like, hey, I was just wondering, my kids really want this. Would you take this much? And they're like, yeah, he go. And I love picking up when they go, oh, some other person is offering me so, so much later. I wasn't even going to sell it after that. I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, no. jerks. Yeah. <laughs> so that, there's one. There's That's a, a great tactic. You guys yeah. might have some positives. <laughs> I guess it depends who. Let's you... just say I'm, I'm learning new tricks every day. <laughs> Get in on it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends on who you're buying from. And, and a lot of, we've got a lot of websites, I guess, here in Australia, such as Gumtree, which are almost like your old trading posts sort of craigslist yeah, in America, yeah. craigslist yeah. yeah um and that's people i guess just clearing out their kids toys you know if they can score a couple of bucks for it that's great yeah so yeah and another form of ebay obviously so obviously every uh, we've all purchased from ebay but um that's not really the topic we're talking about tonight uh i do a lot of shopping from F- instagram and facebook mm. uh, i've um i haven't really i mean i know that's dicey and i know that's a bit little bit risky and things because a lot of um, Instagram and Facebook um, purchases the uh, not uh, a lot of the time the um, seller wants you to pay uh, send friends and family and friends rather than um, the uh, 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 goods and services yeah so if, if I and uh, from my personal experience if I've never shopped with this person or I don't know them very well or they've got something that I want and I'm like oh I don't know about this guy I'll I'll say yeah of course I'll I'll um, you know, fix you up, and if they say, uh, you know, friends or family, I'm like, look, I'm going to pay goods or services. I'll cover, yeah, cover it, the yep. five dollars mm. or whatever. You know, if it's if yep. it's a hundred dollar item, I don't yep. care. I'll, I'll I'll cover that. So you're not out of pocket, but then that's my little yep. I'm one and only little insurance yeah. that I'm that you're not going to stooge me. And in all honesty, I've never been stooged, uh, bar maybe once or twice or something. And um, honestly, I find more. Uh, bargains and it's more exciting for me because I'll just jump on my phone have a flick and I'm not actually looking for something and it might just pop up and I'll be like you beauty you know uh, PM sent straight away I love love getting it and then there being like 10 comments afterwards like I would have paid way more and stuff because that's exactly why I post photos after I get it. <laughs> oh, this thing? Yeah, it was pretty cheap. So I've had some very good, um, uh, you know, circumstances where from Facebook and Instagram. And for me, that's a bit more exciting than looking up oh, Actually going you know, to Skeletor, a yeah, Dragon yeah. Blaster Skeletor on uh, eBay. Because you're always going to find... eBay removes the thrill of the exactly. chase. Mm. And yeah. You find it. Yeah. So except it's, except it makes it awkward when you're at work and you're trying to you know you've got hundred <laughs> things on your plate and you're trying to you're, you're more focused on your uh, chat session with the, uh, the other, the other person. and the other person so, keeps sending thumbs yeah. up <laughs> stop it yeah. yeah so it can be challenging and um, and also sometimes they might say because at the moment I'm trying to build my attorney a place it 
So they might say, oh, I've got, you know, three parts of the attorney. Yes, please, I'll grab them. Oh, by the way, I haven't listed the other seven parts of my thing. And all of a sudden, this $100 yep, yeah. spend blows out to $300 because <laughs> they haven't advertised everything. So yep. it can be a bit uh, of a grey area, but um, nine times out of ten, it's, it's more exciting for me. I, I definitely agree with that. It's To me, it's like when you hear your favourite song on the radio. Yep. That's the same as yeah. finding a toy... Not on eBay or something. It's Even random. bricks and mortar. When you yep. go into like, and because of the age of a lot of what we collect, you go into like an antique store or something. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have any toys, but there's a box of old Ninja Turtles no one wants. And you're like, yes, <laughs> yes, there is. Thank you. <laughs> this I, is garbage. I have to tell one story. Sorry. No, you're right, you're right. So I was at this um, Christmas market of all things, and we were walking around, and it was just all little market stalls, and I'm like, yeah, cool. And up the back was this little rotary um, uh, shed and they they were promoting it. And we'd been there for a couple of hours at least. And I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't know this damn, you know, rotary sale thing was, shed was on. And, uh, and Reese, my wife said, oh, go on, take, you know, go on, run, rush off. I'm like, oh, nah, the place has been open for like three hours already. There, there won't be any good toys or anything decent in there, um, whatever. And uh, she's like, just go, just go. So I, I had one of my little, my daughters on my back, all of two and a half years old, because uh, she wouldn't walk. Walk in there, and it's just you know, shoulder to shoulder, people in there. I can't, can't move. And I got stuck at the back of this rotary place, and I hadn't even and, um, walked past the toys. It's just nothing but McDonald's toys and plush toys. So I got back to the back of the stall, and I'm like, how the hell am I going to get to the front? And I saw this clear way, uh, alleyway, um, of uh, a passage so I went down this uh, what was um, the plastic wear and things and lo and behold on the shelf was a Shira um, uh, f- sort of coffee flask from the lunchbox thing for a whole one dollar <laughs> I, I honestly I was telling every single person in the in the uh, after after I purchased it I was doing cartwheels around the market <laughs> I was telling everyone that didn't care that I just bought this it was so exciting and thrilling you're, for you're me. walking through picnicking families yeah. like, excuse me going through yeah. with my sheriff thing yeah. get out of the way sorry was, have a look at my sheriff thermos everyone nice hot cup of cocoa <laughs> it was just such a an a, a exhilaration for me much more than if I would found it on eBay or if I would found yeah. it online and purchased it even if it only cost me $5 online finding it at that place mm. uh, in in the flesh was amazing so mm. can i just ask you one thing about that how did the cordial from the 1980s keep oh, <laughs> it was a bit stale so i gave it to my daughter <laughs> now that's um stand-up parenting right there yeah i've used um ebay a lot mm-hmm. um and won't touch on that because we've probably all used it but i do use a little thing called a bid snipe that just allows me i don't know it's probably maybe controversial but then I don't have to be on and I can that just load guy. in. Yeah, I'm that, that guy. I'll, I'll come in at the end and try and get I figure that's the best way, the best chance you've Whatever got. Whatever puts the toy yeah. in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so bit snipe is my uh, weapon of choice. Um, things lately, I guess, yeah, I haven't been using eBay a lot and um, more about we've got a group here in South Australia which is called SA Toy Collectors and every so often we'll host a get-together and there's about 70 or 80 members of that group and we'll get together at someone's place Everyone brings a table or two. Don't have to. You can just browse and then, you know, put out your toys that you don't want anymore. And we've all found some great scores through that process. The other thing is sometimes, like to Ben's point, when you find someone, 
often they'll and you know you've had a few good dealings with them and you know you've given them what they want for something they might then open it up hey you know Here's we've some had some good deals stuff, yeah, yeah you can have first crack at this and and i was lucky enough and i might touch on it a bit in later scores but i was lucky enough to have uh, nick sort of open up you know basically all his mint in box dino riders collection to me to have first picks at and i was saying to frank before i needed 12 mint in box dinos to round out my dino riders collection and I managed to get ten from you that from go. that one first hit. pick. Wow. So and, and some really yeah. obscure wave wave three stuff, some ice age stuff. So you can be lucky and and um, with with that sort of yeah. you know first in best dressed yeah. and wow. you were you were very best dressed in that case. <laughs> I remember when uh, we caught up to film your thing. You're like, I want the Toxic Crusaders. And then about three days later, you got him. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's a lot. <laughs> you're like, where'd you get them from? Oh, just. Two suburbs over. Yeah, <laughs> just just drove around and picked them up, and 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 yeah, you can't look those sort of things. This is a guy that was selling on behalf of an old school friend, his dad, who who'd basically been a toy collector, you know, buying stuff for his kids, but then going, I like the look of that too, and then putting a set aside. Um, so he had complete sets of things mm. and all just minty box, you know, bought it from a shop. Stuck it in a cupboard. Stuck it in a cupboard, and then twenty five years later, out it out it comes. Yeah. Nice. I, I scored well from him also because yeah. he got a lot of the clearance Ninja Turtle stuff that yeah. no one wanted. Yeah, which is more so what I collect than the figures. Yeah, the, you know, here's a frisbee. It's like I need that. I need that <laughs> box. Yeah. Yeah. I look as I said, we've all done the eBay thing. That was my. I normally at the moment use eBay as a pricing guide. If someone goes, "How much is this?" and I look at the eBay price take 20% off of that and go, that's probably a fair price for yeah. it. Only just because you know you can find everything you want there. Um, I started doing more on Facebook and as the others have said, you know, it's people you know or particularly our, our toy collecting group. Uh, a couple of people, particularly in the Transformers scene, have even started their own. I've been buying from them privately, but they've now started their own website. And so I know the people behind it and stuff. So that you know, gives me confidence to go through them. Uh, and in that respect, they're, look, they're probably not the cheapest plate. You can get it cheaper from other places. But I go, do you know what? I know the people behind it. I'm supporting local business, essentially. Um, so I'm happy to go through them. Gumtree, Instagram, the only one, the only thing I'm scared about that is with Instagram. Facebook, it's the person's name. So if a, if a sale goes bad, it's their reputation. It's really easy to tag them and just go, I had a horrible experience with this person. Instagram, because it's all pseudonyms and yeah. anonymity that's i'm not well, i know ben's spoken many times about his great experiences with it but yeah. not not yeah. so much on the buying side but i know my wife won a competition from a company in sydney and it was quite a big prize and about two days after she won and had contacted and they said yeah we'll send it yeah. out the instagram was just gone oh. and that was it and it's yeah. like what can you do yeah exactly but, and that's what i'm very skeptical as well because what if it was something you'd bought two days yep. earlier and then suddenly it's like, they just disappear maybe we could all make money that way guys <laughs> we'll, we'll talk off there <laughs> the new business model yeah. <laughs> um like everyone said um ebay's been one um the sa toy um, cl- um collectors um communities another but um you know going to markets fairs um facebook um I guess my attitude is a lot like Davies. Um, whatever puts a toy in your hand, you know, can't be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, always looking for for new opportunities as long as it's the right toy and and that you know I'm on you know I'm all ears. Mm. So just on that, um, and just in the, with the um, 
thing of brick and mortar stores. I was shopping at a little um, brick and mortar store. It used to be called Galaxy Toys uh, for a lot of my uh, Generation 1 Transformers back in the day. And honestly, I'd pick up a Generation 1 Transformer, let's say, for argument's sake, um, uh, Soundwave, right? And I, that, that'd be priced, let's say, 120 bucks complete. And um, I, I know for a fact I could jump on eBay it, while I was walking around that store and get it for $20, $30 cheaper shipped mm. straight to my door. But it's sometimes exciting to look at the... Con- to, to see exactly... In hand. Uh, in yeah. hand, the condition of the toy. Uh, how, is it 100% complete? Uh, you know, guaranteed it's in your hand, in your um, you know pocket when as you walk out that door. Um, you, you didn't have any expectations of it being there when you walked into the store and you're walking out with... You know, that, that is, toy. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got it in your hand. Yeah, you've yeah. got it in your hand. You're not waiting. You haven't, you know, bought it online, and you're not waiting a week for them to say, "I'll post it after the weekend." Yeah, and oh, you know, or whatever, or you, you know, sorry, it's got, you know, missed in shipping, or it's ten dollars more. Know, can you hit me? Yeah, up? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You um, feel a bit more informed, don't you, when you yes. see it in in the flesh and that? Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way, whether it be vintage or whether it be new toys. Yeah. Um, you know. What's the condition of the card? What are the paint apps for yeah. something new? For something vintage, it's what condition is it complete? You know, you just feel a little bit more informed. Sometimes photos don't quite capture every detail as much as you'd like. So, or, or the mm. hidden aspect. If you've seen photos of the front of the um, figure and then you get it and the back of the figure's got a scratch on it and yeah. you're like, damn, I didn't yeah. even know that. You get it and yeah. the shell's like caved in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had bought one thing online that was boxed and I was going to keep it that way. And there was a few photos of the back and the front. Front was pristine sides. There was a massive sticker of the business across the back oh, corner of the box. Dodge. And it was to the point where I feel after it had sold to me, he'd like, I'll take this off for it. Yep. Started and went, that's nah. not coming out. <laughs> it, already had, it already had the corner of test. <laughs> and it was like, nope, nope that's, that's going to wreck it. And so that's a keeper. That's something where if I was like minting box kind of guy I'd be really annoyed at. Yeah. And you, you avoid that in person. But I think like you're saying, uh, Ben, it's um, quite often when you buy something in store then and there, you walked in not knowing it was even there. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's a yep. really awesome feeling. Whereas eBay, you go there and get what you're looking it's for. It's specific. Yeah. 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 There's no impulse buying. Yeah. There's no thrill of, oh my goodness, you know, holy grail mm. item example XYZ is... Yeah, yeah. You know, how could I actually started buying on Gumtree to stop myself impulse buying and <laughs> went the other way. <laughs> I'm, agree- I'm agreeing to meet people in the middle of the night up in a random suburb to pick up like a Ninja Turtle thing I've already got. Like, what have I done? <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. Why are you naked? <laughs> There's no turtle figure here, is there? <laughs> it was all a ruse to get me out. <laughs> I'm never coming to this drainage ditch ever again. <laughs> You're getting a bad Yelp review, drainage ditch. Uh, no, very good. Well, hopefully you've picked up a few tips on how to go about, you know, some new shopping techniques, some new gum tree um, techniques that you can try. I like that one that Davey's got. That's uh, obviously some engineering. The more phones you can get a hold on, the more low offers you can lowball at people before you come in with your... Someone bids 50, someone bids 25 below, and someone bids 10 below. Someone wins. <laughs> now that is awesome. At this point, we're going to head over to the quiz. 
Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Time to start thinking, because the quiz master's back. And this is a quiz that I believe Darren is down for, so I just wonder how, how he's been uh, on the running sheet. So, um, question number one, and I'll open it to to my good friend Trent. Uh, but anyone can answer if Trent doesn't know. Cheating. <laughs> who was the uh, first? Who was the first actor cast in the nineteen eighty seven Masters of the Universe the motion picture film? I believe the first actor cast was Dolph Lundgren, and that answer would be completely correct. Oh, well done. Mm-hmm. And um, next question's for you, Frank. Uh-oh. So, picture the 1966 Batman television series with Adam West. Mm-hmm. What was the distance between the Batcave and Gotham City? Did so, oh, how like many a, miles there was, like a road there was a sign, sign that they would pass? Yeah, yeah. Gotham City, X number of miles. Uh, can you give me a range? Um, like between some and a lot. Yeah, that's right. That's a good range. <laughs> zero, um, zero and a hundred. Um, well, yeah, it's it's definitely less than a hundred and uh, more than zero. <laughs> You're just giving him the answers. <laughs> Amazingly helpful. Uh, I'm going to go thirty-one miles. I'm afraid that's incorrect. Would anyone else like to take <laughs> a step? Is it lower? Well, it is lower because he can't fight crime in thirty-one miles. Surely by the time it's you get there, the Batmobile can go pretty fast. It can cover a lot of ground quickly, but yeah, no, it is lower than six. Than, it's higher. Seventeen. Twenty-five. Trent was the closest. It's fourteen miles. I said that. You totally <laughs> didn't hear that. My hearing's going, man. What can I say? So um, that would put Ben in the hot seat. Yeah. So um, another Batman question. Tim Burton's Batman film, the 1989 original Batman film. Who was the character Jack Napier named after? The Joker. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I don't know that one. Sorry. I'll give you a clue yeah. um, because it is, a, it is a tough one. It is named after an actor from the Batman franchise who had been in a previous incarnation. Oh, man. Uh, I'm clasping at straws here. Sorry. My, my knowledge... Back then is not right. nothing wrong with having a guess yeah. if if you uh, feel that you want it. Bob Napier. <laughs> <laughs> so close to you, Jake Napier. <laughs> Anyone want to? Oh, I'm happy to throw out another supplementary clue. Yeah, you're on the right track in that it's the last name, not the first name. It must be. Is it back to the serials? No, no. It sits in, and that's a really good clue. It sits in between the 1940s serials and the um, 1989 film. So think about what happened in between the two. uh, 66? Yeah. Batman? Yep, someone from that. Someone who... (laughs) This is impossible! (laughs) People happy for me to throw out the answer at this point? Yeah, please do. Alan Napier, who played Alfred Pennyworth in the oh, Batman no. 66 oh, uh, television series and feature film, passed away in the very early stages of production of the 1989 film, and they legitimately named the Joker's secret identity or previous origin you know, to the Joker after him. I, must, I must commend you on your mislead to Ben. It's like, 
your favorite Batman film? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Has Very obscure question, not really about it. <laughs> well yeah. done. That was you awesome. you, you like that? I like that. Like I'm that. in trouble. <laughs> I really like everything you do. <laughs> I like that style. So, um, when we look at the next question, that that would be your good self, David. So, um, I'm going to throw you throw you a question. Which company? Which company um, has recently announced that they are exploring Toxic Crusaders toys? Um, I'm going to sound terrible and say, is it Super 7 or something? It is Super 7. Yep. Yeah! <laughs> ben well posted that on Facebook! <laughs> <laughs> Ding! So I get 50, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. I think he's the only That's one. Right, one That's right, because that was the toughest question. So, um, so the next question is for. I'm going to open this one up to all of you, actually, because I think this is a fair question. But let me uh, answer first. People at home, if you're not from Adelaide, uh, this may not mean a lot to you. But um, the question is the Academy Cinema um, in the city that um, no, longer, no longer operates. Does anyone here happen to know what the highest grossing film ever shown at the Wallace Academy Cinema in the Adelaide CBD was? Jurassic Park, because I went and saw it there. <laughs> that was, how much sort of pay? Too much, actually, but, uh, but I know that that's not the film. Right, highest grossing. Can I have a um, a year range? First letter. First letter. <laughs> First um, number. I of the will year. give you a year range. I will give you a year range. Ben's not that far off in in years. We are talking the nineteen nineties. Nineteen nineties. All right, okay. you're in trouble now. Have we talked about it as a toy rich, um, in our spotlight just before? Titanic? No, it wasn't Titanic. Is what I would have said if I was answering it wrong. <laughs> Can't cut me off when I'm just talking and not answering. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it has ties to, to toys, toys okay. and it's something that, that um, and I'm probably going to give it away. Is it's it a something story? that we all have um, strong and a strong attachment to. I would say. Is it Toy sitting, pornography. Is it sitting on the shelf behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had any films behind us, but... Um, no, but... But you're getting pretty warm. You're getting pretty warm. Is it Toy Story? It's not, not Toy Story. Okay. Is it Ninja Turtles' first film? It is the 1990... Is that right? Where were, you, Where were you, Frank? Where were you? And... The, damn it. <laughs> You're doing really. Well, see, I said, is it is it the, is it represent on the shelf behind you? And you you look back, there's dead set eight shelves of Ninja the, Turtles behind him, and he goes, the film. nope. The film. <laughs> so, this is how a quizmaster should be. Here's Total the question back. Here's the question I was looking, Frank, when you said that, I was looking for a DVD or a Blu-ray. <laughs> I couldn't see it. The closest I could see was the. You're the wearing Frank's cosplaying turtles costume right now. <laughs> Is there any turtles in here? No. <laughs> I'm looking for the film. Is man. it ceiling fan? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Next question okay. worth two points, so you can catch up to Ooh. the master. <laughs> so the the next question is. Um. We've talked about um, the. Um, we've talked a lot of a lot about um, in the past things like Master Universe Classics and um, at the length of time that lines ran. In fact, I can remember what 
one of our podcasters saying what line runs that long. Can anyone think of a line that's ran longer? Longer than what? Master Universe Classics. DC Universe? Lego? I guess you could say DC Universe has, has had a number of name, name changes, but I guess if you clumped it all together, but Lego, if you call that a toy line... Oh, um, would you Would you call that a toy? I said if you would call it. I'm not sure you would. I it was if you're talking about kids' toys, <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of something comic book based. Something Sorry. that's gone longer than classics. Um, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I guess yeah. if you called it a one line. <laughs> if you, you call that. that a line. But, if, um, but, if you want to be handed points. Yeah, but but isn't that just like thirty different lines? But um, <laughs> Yeah, that could be right if it was. I was speaking more along the lines of something like Marvel Legends. Marvel uh, Legends? <laughs> yeah, that that was where I was that no, was I mean, it, yeah. But uh, they've called it the same thing, but it had a scale change. They, they oh. had a scale change. That's true. And, That's I, true. and I reckon yeah. that breaks, yeah. breaks nothing more than a scale change. Because you can be fancy with, with names and, well, and I wouldn't yeah. consider yeah. I wouldn't consider the G.I. Joes that we grew up playing with. Yeah. In the, the same, same league yeah. with the oh, Action Man esque cool. one. That's no, right. that's true. Yeah, the non existent so, ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good I say that because I didn't but, answer it right, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, look, hey. I'm with you. Legitimate point of view. Legitimate point of view. I stand corrected. You know, <laughs> Trent's right. It's not the same line. But no, they have. But but to be fair, they have called it Marvel Legends have, yeah, all yeah. the way it's through. The so yeah, same name. So no, it's, a, how, it, how, it's sorry, bizarre. So how long did GI Joe go for? GI Joe went from eighty-two to like ninety-four or something, didn't they? I can check here. My tomorrow's encyclopedia. Ball in a cup. I reckon you write it here. That's a fair. My son won a ball in the cup of the show, so that's still a toy line that's going on. <laughs> I win. My good friend Leanne Hannah, um, good friend of Toy Power, would know about that because she's a huge G.I. Joe um, yeah, fan. So that's 12 years or so. How long, did, how long has this Marvel Legends gone for? Still going. Yeah. Like, Trying to think when it came started. out. Early yeah. 2000s, I would have thought. Oh, right. Oh, and Is it? I keep forgetting 2017 years ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's like yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. Well, they're saying, so G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. Yes. And I'm looking, I, this is not Google. Uh, I did not do this with Google. I've got a physical book here. 1982 to 94. Yes. Yeah, so 82 to 94. 12 years. Wow. So definitely, well, long, right. definitely longer than uh, classics. Yeah, definitely. Very I'll good. take those points good. then if no, if everyone's indifferent. <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think they go to Ben, don't they? Yeah, he, he called you yeah. a joke. Yep. But um, <laughs> I reckon I'll give him to Davey, otherwise he's going to threaten to punch me. So. Don't need to. <laughs> if you do the maths, I'm still winning. <laughs> I reckon you might be. Uh, just to clarify, Marvel Legends 2002. 2002, yeah. Right. yeah. There you go. Cool. I had I had down 2003, but mm. but um, mm. yeah. So um. Do we have time for one more question? One more or question. One do we want to one more pull, pull one the more pin? Question. One more. Okay. How, much, how so, much do you want me to win by? <laughs> so the last question. This question Double is or nothing. With negative, negative. To go down. To go down undefeated. <laughs> so the last 
the last question will be um, something. Stop looking around the room. What <laughs> colour is the lamp? <laughs> yeah, what, I smoke by the light. <laughs> no, so um, I re- reckon um, we talked before about Super Mario Brothers and um, that. What was the second video game that? The one that came out right after that. Double video, Dragon. Double Dragon. Video game movie. Yeah. Mortal Kombat? You'd be better, right? Street Fighter. Yeah, oh, was, yes, you're right. right. Street you're Fighter. Right. Street I was, was going to throw the call in on no clue if no one no one got it. Um, Street Fighter the movie, technically. <laughs> so. oh, <damn>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take those. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've got to pay that to... We got, you're going to have to split your point between, Thank point you. between you. Undefeated Ding. Thanks, it was a movie that... You know. <laughs> it took... They, they, for whatever reason, I know Guile is an American character, but it took Ken and Ryu yeah. and made them almost the comedic slapstick yeah. characters. Yeah. I, I found yeah. that so offensive as yeah. a fan. And the, I, didn't, I didn't like how the scientists turned into Dalsim. The, no. the like, entire oh. film and, led up yeah. to the freeze frame at the end where they're all in costume. That's, yeah. That's that was like the whole payoff. <laughs> that was where it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. The cameraman. Oh, I'm a sumo and, too. I'm in Honda. Like, I'm a big fan of Chun Li, and instead it um, revolved around Cammy, and I didn't. I thought, ah, oh, I, you know, I just. Unfortunately, yeah. that was Minogue star power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I get it. I think you're I, right. But from a gaming point of view, you know, you've got the solid eight. Yeah, Cammy yeah. didn't come into it. Until Super. Until, yeah, 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 yeah. So mm, anyway, that's yeah for for another podcast. I think that mm. is it's a worthy topic though. Mm. Very good. Well and, done, gentlemen. You're all geniuses. Well, and Darren just pulled that. That's why I was just sort of wondering if he actually had a quiz because he just pulled that out of his, <laughs> his head like he does with most things. So very impressive. Yeah, Darren, I was bro. a little underprepared <laughs> on the quiz. My apologies, gentlemen. But, um, Did well. A little and, bit of trivia. Um, the Adam West Batman Gotham City distance, 14 miles. Four, isn't that what uh, we said? Yeah, 40, 14 miles. How yeah. far do you reckon... What's miles in a cab? Like, <laughs> yeah, how far do you... Out of suburbs? Or? How far do you reckon Adelaide and Salisbury Downs are from each other? 20-odd... 20 k's? 14 miles. 14 miles. Yeah, 20 k's. Yeah, yeah so Batman and I live the same distance away from their city. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying how I'm cool Batman, is that? but... Uh, <laughs> how cool no, is that? Coming to you on the bat train. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. You're lucky Salisbury Highway's blocked, Joker. <laughs> 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 All these damn road works. <laughs> a solar protector, a social work guardian just hanging out <laughs> on the highway. Very you can wear a cape any day you want. <laughs> I do. I do that. I do that during my night shifts at work. <laughs> All right. I've been trying to wrap this episode up for about five minutes, yep. but uh, <laughs> we just might have to fade it out. So uh, look, fade to black. Uh, yeah, play the, play the speech music. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power, Davey. Thanks so much for coming in and sharing your infinite movie and toy knowledge with us. I'd love to come back and make it three and oh, guys, Whoa. if I'm welcome. Whoa. So, yeah. or I'll do the quiz, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, you that's do a good so idea. We, we need to make yeah. it a trilogy. Somehow you'll still win. I get yeah. the feeling. Just Doesn't on that, <laughs> Davey, can you tell us a, uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, where they can find your. Um, you know, antics. Um, my two main avenues are if you head over to YouTube, look up Davey Damage, that'll sort of show on toy collecting. It's been a bit stale for a bit, but that's Frank's fault. And um, 
I also do a weekly uh, live radio show all about movies called Dave's Video Graveyard because I'm too insecure to do anything without my name on it. <laughs> as you know, with tonight's Dave's Toy Power podcast. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can check that out at wowfm.org. Sunday night, well, it's Monday nights, in fact. Monday between 8 and 10, and it streams worldwide. So check it out. Cool. Brilliant. We'll see you guys around. Till next time. Ding. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.